0: um go ahead and fire it up um actually no That. go ahead and fire it up and i i'm gonna be doing some stuff in the background real quick but I'll, I'll be listening
1: fire it up as in start talking
0: as in yes go okay okay
1: cool <gasps> welcome to the beer and loading no Podcast. wait stop 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 stop, stop.
2: <laughs>
0: <Okay>. <laughs> i never plugged in my <laughs> hard drive
3: Oh, to record on?
0: Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure it's recording, but I don't know where it's recording to, so. Okay.
1: Welcome to the Beer and Loathing podcast, a podcast that gets into the guts of something everyone everywhere is passionate about—talking about beers, good and shitty—in an effort to thinly veil our sweet, sweet alcoholism. I'm Pete M in Grand Rapids, Michigan, joined by Sam Sly in Centennial, Colorado, at Halfpenny Brewing Company. Check us out at web. Check us out at our website, Beer or send dick or boob pics to Sam in real time using the Twitter tag at Beer and Today we have oh hell yeah. Today we have Scott Davidson from the Fermentologists, and Dustin Hall, who is running a little bit late from the Brewtography Project. Scott, in the meantime, tell me what you're drinking, what social media I should visit you or hit you up on, and what you do. Actually,
3: you know, I started the day with a Hellas, uh, which was really clean, uh, great Pilsner malt character, and then I moved to this Farmhouse Lager, which is a bit of an oxymoron, uh, because it usually ferments hot. Uh, so I'm not really sure how they lagered it afterwards, maybe it's a hybrid strain, but fantastic beer, just uh, tons of farmhouse ha- character to it, um, but then still has that lager character to it, so really clean, easy drinking. Uh, so I'm really enjoying the beers here. i um, really impressed by the setup actually, when I walked in and looked at some of the tanks in the back. Yeah, uh, kind of blown away.
0: Mean little like hall of tanks back there, basically. Well,
3: you wouldn't expect it for a little hole in the wall, you know. It's it, in a
0: strip mall, so I mean, it's like you know, yeah. I, I haven't been in a ton of strip mall breweries, but you don't expect them to have a, a kind of a sprawling facility. And I mean, I'm not saying this is you know massive or anything, <laughs> but it's it, it's it, it opens up. It's it's got an ass on it, as some might say. <laughs> but I I just love that. So once you pointed out that. Uh, farmhouses ferment, you know, a higher temperature, and it is slightly cloudy. So, yep. I mean, like, for a lager, you wouldn't, you wouldn't expect that to be a lager by appearance either.
3: And it's still got the farmhouse character to it. It's got a little bit of clove to it, um, slight banana, tons of bubble gum. Um, so, and that's what I've been drinking all, all week. Um, Trinity just came out with their one ear, which is their oh, Belgian yeah. Saison. It's a four pack. You can find it pretty much anywhere now. Okay. Just really easy drinking. Um I'm I'm kind of one of those guys that, you know, I love a good Saison, but I'm not a huge fan of like the bubblegum and tons of of clove and banana. I like yeah. I like kind of a, a mild uh character to it, which I know is is a bit odd to say about a Saison cuz that's that's what kind of prominent <laughs> characteristics, yeah, right? But. that's kind of what you're looking for, but um no, yeah, this is this is really clean. I like this.
0: I got friends that are kind of in that same boat. Like, actually, a friend of mine specifically doesn't like Belgians because of that banana mm-hmm. characteristic that comes through. He doesn't like bananas, so he's like, oh, I'm just gonna skip Belgians. Like, don't do that. Just you know, <laughs> if you see some banana stuff in there, skip that. But there's a lot of other cool flavors. That are interesting to them, I and it's funny that you mentioned that about like Saisons and stuff. Or right, you were saying farmhouses. Yeah. Never mind. So I'm gonna skip this anecdote <laughs> altogether. Already abandoning shit. Well, I mean,
3: they're they're very close profile. So one uh, of,
0: one of our last episodes um, was with Taylor from Spangolang, and uh, we got into a pretty good uh, talk about saisons on that one. I, I that was we learned a lot on that episode. That's not every day we learn that much. I mean, we're always learning something because we don't know what the fuck we're talking about, but uh, that that that. one one was fun. Pete, you you learned a little bit about saisons too.
1: Yeah, yeah, that was... I I really like learning about uh, saisons because, I mean, like, Belgian styles aren't, like, my first beer that I'll go for. Like, I know a lot of people are really big on Belgians and the Belgian flavor that those beers bring to the table, but I still am not really keen on it, so learning about the... learning about Different aspects of Belgians and uh, Saisons was was it's, really fun.
3: It's actually interesting that uh, this is kind of the topic we've gone into because uh, this week I started a uh, project. I brewed uh, five gallons of beer for Big Brew Day, which was May seventh. Yeah. Uh, at the Brew Hut, and took that batch and brought it home and split that into five one gallon uh, uh, jugs. Yeah. And what I then did is uh, pitch five different yeast strains. For this exact reason, I'm trying to find the Saison farmhouse that is going to be my summer beer as a base beer. So I pitched uh, White Labs, Y Yeast. I even pitched uh, Brett C, which is just a great Brett strain. Tons of passion fruit. And then I pitched uh, 004, White Labs 004, uh, which is a dry ale yeast as kind of the control. And over the last couple of days it's been really interesting i've been taking pictures and throwing them up online uh if you check out at fermentologist or facebook.com forward slash fermentologist i'm putting all this online uh and then my own handle online is uh scott pk davidson so i'm I'm throwing
1: all this online it's kind of a little experiment i'm doing hey scott so so you're talking about like yeah the different flavors that yeast in part and absolutely you said grapefruit i'm I, I, I've only brewed, like, two batches of beer. In fact, I have one that's sitting right now that I really should put into a secondary, but, <laughs> <Yeah>. um, like, <laughs> so I'm a shitty brewer. Uh, what, um, I guess I'm just curious, like, what 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 experience do you guys have with both Sam and Scott? Like, what um, what flavors does yeast impart on a, on a beer? Because so, I, I, I know it's a big... Part of the brewing process, obviously, but I—I I, I mean, I guess I don't know what flavors are. Imparted. So there's
3: a great saying, uh, and it, it goes like this: Brewers make wort, and yeast makes beer. And <laughs> and the yeah. reason for that saying is that the the characteristic that you're going to take out of a beer is 100 percent from the yeast. You're you're going to back that up with some adjuncts, some you know rye malt or wheat or or something to give that beer. The mouthfeel, the the head retention, those characteristics, but the primary flavor that you're pulling out of the beer is the yeast alone. And so I started brewing about three years ago. I started the club, uh, actually, um, without getting too much into it, but. Uh, the ferm- Actually, before you get into that,
0: oh, tell us about the club. Like, okay. So, uh, so you mentioned Fermentologists yep. on social media. So, Fermentologists is your uh, beer brewing club. Yeah. Why don't you give our listeners a bit of a snapshot just of what you guys do and what your, what the story is behind that? So,
3: the Fermentologist is focused on the science of beer, and it was very important to us as a club not to just be a bunch of guys that hung out and got drunk. <laughs> uh, we we do that fine Although on our own. Well. We don't need a club to do that. So, uh, fermentologists uh, focus on yeast science, water science, uh, grain, malting, anything that is kind of the next level advanced uh, techniques of, of brewing. Sure. So, in that, we've worked with a bunch of really great breweries. Uh, we worked with Ursula Brewery, uh, formerly CODA, yeah. to do a uh, yeast experiment where we all took the dregs of a bunch of bottles and propagated those up to make a super beer
0: out of one, you'd prop the game all into one like one yeah. yeast culture so, basically. Yeah, so all it was right. pre-
3: it was pretty much like a drinking party. We we brought a bunch of <laughs> a trash we, can <laughs> party for <laughs> yeast. So we brought a bunch of really great beers that had really great yeast. Um, you know, Jester King, True, oh, wow. uh, Black Project. Yeah, it was like oh, it was a great a bottle share. Some
0: who's who of yeast <laughs> right
3: there. And then we uh, propagated them up. Uh, Jameson, uh, who's now a. Uh, full-time brewer uh, the head brewer at fiction okay uh, actually helped us with that and then uh, david who's now the head brewer at ursula uh we did this whole thing and we propagated up the yeast and uh did this whole event and kind of talked about the science that's and then awesome. uh recently we actually worked with black project on a spontaneous beer so oh, okay. that's kind of what they're known for um that's that's the whole project is they're, they're making these spontaneous beers, which they've won twice now at GABF for spontaneous uh, experimental beers. Um, so we learned about how yeast are just kind of floating in the air. yeah. Uh, bacteria are just kind of floating in the air, and they'll make these crazy, sour, complex beers. So the focus of the club is not necessarily um, the brewing process. It's more of the science behind the brewing process. Because a, a lot of brewers will come in very unexperienced, um, you know they'll they'll make these crazy beers, lots of chocolate, lots of adjuncts, whatever. Yeah. And and the idea of the club originally was to just get back to the basics of you know what makes a good beer, and you know turns out it's it's pretty simple: good water, <laughs> yeah, good yeast, and good ingredients. It's like that's Weird. it. So, do you guys <laughs> do you guys come knew? from
1: a like um, a science background? Like, what do you guys do in IRL, I guess. Like, so, I wish they would have taught brewing science
3: in high school because I, I was terrible in science class uh, in high school.
1: But you uh, might have
0: taken an interest. But I've, once you I, have yeah. like
1: something to apply that to, it makes it so easy. It does. You're yeah. like, Oh it, fuck, this will benefit <laughs> me in this field. You know. So I, I hear you. Uh,
3: I'm a system administrator by day, so um, you know, and most of the guys and women in our club um, are are. Nerds by day. They are uh, veterinarians. I've got uh, a guy that uh, works for uh, Raytheon. I've got uh, a couple of people that are uh, engineers, civic yeah. engineers. That's the kind of people that kind of gravitate towards homebrewing yeah, because it, it's something that's um, challenging. It's something that uses a lot of math and science, but it's a creative outlet as well. Absolutely.
0: I mean, I, yeah. I couldn't tell you how many times the guy that taught me to brew has always said it's it, he's an engineer too which yep. i mean just fits the mold but he's like it's it's science and it's art all mixed in together i mean yeah. you know you could do everything by the book and if something is either off or by happy accident you could have a totally different outcome than what you're expecting just because it's really that. a
1: marriage of the two i mean it's yeah. like the a perfect example of the marriage of science and art
3: and yeah. and pete um i it sounds like you're in Grand Rapids, right? Yeah, Grand yeah. Rapids. So um, it was kind of interesting. Uh, Mitch, who is starting Spectation, uh, oh, sorry, Speciation. Speciation, speciation, yeah. Speciation that's, Ales.
0: I've never been able to pronounce that one.
3: <laughs> uh, speciation Ales is a former brewer at Black Project. Um, so it, it's kind of weird that this came back together well, because he was a big part of. Uh, our club getting into science because oh really Okay. yeah because um, and with James as well and Sarah um, sure. at Black Project because uh, he's uh, he came from uh, a homebrew shop and then okay moved to Colorado because of this position got the job as the as the head brewer and then uh, learned about. He, he was a uh, head brewer from former future oh no I know. I was yeah. just
0: thinking when you said he came from a homebrew shop do you know which one I don't I was wish it, I did was it Siciliano's um, would you know if you heard it that's all I'm asking cause I, like, yeah I'm not sure there's a chance it,
3: I
1: mean that, there's that like that look what, on my like face was, like, I might have I might have so. like, you might like, I might have had a
0: moment where I'm like <laughs> I think he might have sold me some shit yeah before. he might have <laughs> if he worked at Siciliano's but
3: so and I work at Castle Rock Homebrew Supply and I actually started the club first and then got really, really into wow. beer, okay. and and to to the point where now I'm doing kombucha, I'm doing, shit, I'm doing, I'm doing whatever yogurt, you find. I'm doing sourdough, I'm doing, awesome. um, yeah, anything so that cool. is fermentable, I'm getting into.
0: Alert guys, beer joke here. Uh, <laughs> Skalt is a man of culture. <laughs> boom <laughs> more like boo <laughs> <laughs> print it mark it call that guy no it's funny that you mentioned that though because uh, I think this is the, the second or third time Mitch has been brought up on our show oh really so we really need to get him on here because he's like <laughs> oh, we'll, so true, we'll, we'll Skype like, with him or Mitch it, yeah. that's the
1: guy from the last podcast that we had where we talked about Grand Rapids and there was some significance to Grand Rapids because yeah. yep. this Mitch and, guy and, and I'm and, like oh man we need to have him
0: on and, and it first happened when uh, Airman and Scarbalis were yeah. on uh, the yep. show because Dude, going, I love Jeffrey. I know.
1: Jeff's he's such a awesome, great guy.
3: Man. Yeah. And
0: they were up here and they did our show, and they uh, they were actually going to Mitch's, kind of going away, huzzah, yep, 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 yep. after that episode. So it's like, seriously, he's been mentioned at least three times oh, it, on the show that so we
3: know of. So that, that's one of the appeals to the craft beer scene is just like, yeah, you know, everybody kind of supports I, each other, but there's so many great people, like people that would go out on a limb for you. And Mitch is one of those guys. Jeff is one of those guys. Absolutely. That continuously, like, helps you out, um, you know, gives you whatever information you need. And, uh, yeah, I mean, we kind of got into the the Black Project uh, because of Mitch, because of James. And uh, it's worked out really well. Uh, Actually, the project I was talking to you earlier about is... Uh, we just gave out nine vials, so wart that was a uh, specific gravity of 1030, I believe. Okay. And
0: so not super strong. But not super strong. But still fermentable. And
3: uh, I gave these to members of our club, and what they did is they went around and they, they took flowers or fruit or something from the environment and put that in the vial oh, okay so, that's so that so that James right now that spontaneous I, I, aspect of it well, get so, tossed in there uh, yes and no so spontaneous is more of the, the pot sitting on the roof and then right. collecting so this is still going to be cultured because he's gonna have to propagate the yeast up okay so you know I, I got a, a flower from a crab apple tree in the vial from Castle Rock that, I guarantee you right now James is in his pseudo pseudo laboratory in the back of uh, Black Project. Just scoping
0: that thing out? Yeah,
3: seeing what yeast is viable and then propagating it up. So
0: is this experiment more than about what other properties can be imparted on yeast from external
1: sources
3: then? Yeah, so this is more of a... Uh, there's yeast in the world. Let's see where the yeast lives. Yeah. Kind of okay. thing. And actually, from this project, this is a, a beta version of the project. Once we determine what, um, you know, flowers, what fruits are out there that create the best cultures, uh, this is actually our third anniversary for the club. Okay. And we're going to work with Black Project to bottle a beer for our third anniversary oh, that's so cool. using cultured strains from around Colorado, Texas, San Diego, wherever wherever our members happen to be because they're going to propagate up a little tiny, tiny vial to a big enough culture and then we're going to do a mixed culture pitch and then make that beer our third anniversary beer. And this was all James' idea. I was just right. like, hey man... I want to do something really cool for our third anniversary. What do you have in mind? He's like, here's an idea. And he was like, let's get as nerdy as freaking possible. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, hey. Yeah, this so. is
0: perfect timing. Uh, Dustin just uh, arrived. Hold well, on a like but he's putting his headphones on. Perfect. Yeah. So you guys are going to kind of have to huddle a little bit on that mic, but no, like, that's, that's the strongest one, so you guys are probably going to come up pretty good.
3: So uh, Dustin... Was down at Seed Stock. Up at Seed Stock. <laughs> up at Seed Stock. <laughs> Instead of Half Penny. They're, they kind of sound the same. Yeah, so. <laughs> you know. Half Penny,
0: Seeds and Stocks. Penny Stocks, Penny Stocks. There, there you go. Penny, penny, stocks. penny I just stocks. made the fucking connection right there. But
3: you're drinking the stout?
4: Is yeah. Is that what that is? And I actually had the stout up there, too. Okay.
3: <laughs> what do you think?
4: I love it. Yeah. Uh, it was either this or the porter, being a malt person, Yep. went with this, the oatmeal stout, and it's really good. I like yeah, it and,
3: and Dustin and I share that. Um, we went to Hogshead uh, last week, and uh, that's actually how I, I, I got. Hogshead. Yeah, so uh, it's kind of interesting. When I first got into beer, I hated IPAs. I hated Saisons. I hated, well, I kind of like sour beers. Uh, <laughs> you, were, but, you were indifferent to sour beers. I was all about barley wines. Big, big, big boozy barley wines, okay. and like malty browns, mild, things like that, and wow. I still love them. You were in it for the efficiency with the barley wine, then. Yeah, <laughs> I, <laughs> yeah well, Dry Dock's Bly's barley wine that's was not a bad one. Was kind of one of my first barley wines. That's a doozy, too. So
0: yeah, that's cool. Well, uh, Dustin, welcome to the show. Thank you. We've been uh, talking with Scott here about uh, fermentologists and stuff. Right um, on. Uh, so we got Pete on the other end of the line here. He's my other co host. Hey, how's it going? Hey, Dustin. Good to meet you, man. Can you hear him all right?
4: I, he's low, but. He is low.
0: It's. We've. Uh, that's. Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, that's kind of where we're at on this one, so. Oh, no, it's
4: fine. Can hey, you? how's it going? Good. Okay, yeah, I can hear him better. Are, have you been okay. to?
1: Uh, I'll just yet? talk really loud, um, like this.
4: I, th- I, <laughs> I, I have not drank here, but I brought in some Kickstarter flyers. Oh, nice! Uh, <laughs> part of my uh, so last weekend I uh, dropped off flyers to forty-eight breweries around kind of Denver Metro. Did you say forty-eight? Forty-eight, yeah. Okay, so and then the we we'll brought it up to fifty. Well, no, the weekend <laughs> before that was probably another 30. Oh, okay. And that yeah. was more north. <laughs> and,
3: and I dropped off three to Castle Rock, so hey, I'm happy. Thanks <laughs> I'm for helping. Doing, <laughs> thanks for doing your part, Scott. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
4: so uh, uh, so yes, I have been here, but I actually haven't sat down and had a drink.
0: All right, well, which glad I'm we glad could, I
4: did. Yeah, for sure.
0: Glad we could facilitate that. So, uh, comparatively stout to uh, the grain place, what was it, half grain? No, it was. The green seed stock, seed stock. Seed stock. Jesus. <laughs> that so different,
4: different stout. So up there was a milk stout, and it was a very good milk stout. Nice. I really enjoyed it, and it's by my house. So I definitely will go back and check them out. That's yeah. awesome. Um This is an oatmeal stout, so just a little different. Yeah, this totally. is a, Yeah, but really good.
3: Love it.
0: Yeah, uh, we well, uh, Scott was mentioning. uh He enjoys the work they do. He's got a uh, yeah. lagered farmhouse.
3: Hmm. Yeah, a lagered farmhouse. Nice. It's it's good. It's really right. good. Yeah, please.
0: And I I mean, I didn't even mention I'm uh, drinking their, I think it's their Irish Stout. Or not Stout, Irish Red. Irish Red, Oh, yeah. Irish Red. Yeah. I was looking at Yeah, that.
3: we, we yeah. had a uh, guy at the bar that was all about that beer.
0: Yeah, Vito was highly recommending that one. He's, <laughs> nice. a, he's a guy I met. Uh, he's a local here. I met him before uh, I even got set up and stuff. Very nice man. Mm-hmm very uh very into uh the beers here yep which,
4: nice. is, which is good cool. that's good i like it
0: always good to see that so uh dustin tell us a little bit about more about the brutography project i mean we learned all about well not all about we learned a good amount about fermentologists and i, I just gotta say i i love kind of this this project's idea and i've i've followed you guys on instagram and i've seen your work and you do great photography and Thank it's you. a cool Appreciate concept it.
4: yeah um well it was just kind of a. The love for photography, I've been doing that for on and off for about 14 years. Um, subject model. Subjects have changed over the years, but um, when I got really into the craft beer scene here about three years ago, I uh, rock climbed with the guys over at Hogshead, so that was the first brewery I photographed. And um, it was just like, hey, you might if I bring a camera in here and kind of just take some pictures? And they loved it. So, That's awesome. Um, and I kind of just continue doing that. I use the kind of the model that, hey, you know, I'll give you guys copies of the images, free to use them, just don't sell them, you yeah, know, totally. give me credit and, yep. you know, and every brew all these small breweries are like, oh yeah, come
3: on in, come on in, come on in. Just take our b- yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, and, and I mean, it can't be stressed enough. Dustin, like I, has a full-time job. Right. Yeah. And the reason we're doing this is because of how passionate we are about right. whatever we're into. So for me, it's it's all about homebrewing.
2: For Dustin,
3: it's all about the photography of the yeah. breweries. Um, and you know, he's going on Saturdays. He's going on on after work. Yep. Uh, same Before thing. Before work, six a.m. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And you know. <laughs> and you can really tell. And that's kind of why I jumped onto the project. Is you can tell from his work how passionate he is about the project. Absolutely. And he spent the last three years doing this, you know.
0: That's not a small chunk <laughs> of time, man. I, I, don't, I don't know many people it, that have just really three years it. to give, you know. Yeah.
3: And you're up to 130-ish breweries. So yeah, not could. a not a small feat. So yeah. how many are left then?
0: Um,
4: There's 320, 330. Yeah. That yeah. we're up to it, in Colorado? Roto, yeah. More every week. Wow. Yeah. Okay, I didn't
0: realize we're up to over yeah, 300. But That's I really. also...
4: um. I've actually photographed cideries and distilleries as well okay. so like any part of that whole crafting process is yep. something I'm um, I'm targeting I'm also started targeting kind of I want to say the unsung heroes but like the malt companies uh yeah any yeah. A- any like of the supporting industry yep. people um, Well somebody. yeah he
3: just did the uh uh, Inland Island, Inland Island which yeast is a company. cool yeast yeah. company in Denver. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I which, didn't realize we had a yeast company yeah, in Denver, so, to be honest with you. Yeah. Uh, uh, homebrewers, they've, they've got uh, 10, 15 vials now. Yeah, mm. um, Wow. Uh, but, yeah, pretty new. They've got a pilot system, so you can kind of try what the beers are. Yeah, huh. um, that's cool. But, yeah, it's a, it's a local Denver thing that um, their, their yeast strains are very similar to, like, a White Labs or a White Yeast but the yeast count is higher. Yeah. So okay. more bang for way, the buck. Way more potent, basically, yeah. if, if you Exactly, will. exactly.
4: So, like, also um, Wild Goose, uh, Scott Fabrications. Um, I just actually got hit up by a hop company up north. Okay. Uh, that when they start get blooming, they asked if I would yeah. come out and do some photos. So.
0: You do a lot of black and white. Would you shoot that one uh, in color or so, with the greens or depending on, yeah, your, on oh, the yeah, scenario? Oh, yeah, absolutely.
4: So I would say... The black and white tends to be more people-focused because I just uh, think people really look great in that kind of tone. Yeah, definitely. Um, but I try to do everything I shoot. Obviously, is in color, but uh, and, and the black and white thing is actually fairly new. I used to never use black and white as a, as a medium, uh, but lately it's been a lot of that. Just when it comes to people, because I just I think it's really cool because you can hit the contrast really hard. You can, you know, yeah. th- the thing is, is that breweries, in essence, are all the same. I mean, there's so many different environments and characteristics that make a, a brewery up that you want to capture. but, yeah, definitely. But, you know, getting the picture of people pouring beer, you know, is going to look very similar unless you become creative in how you shoot it and how you edit it.
1: And, yes.
3: and he's definitely got a style too is photography, that if you see it on the wall, you know that it, that's a Dustin mm. photo. Sure. Uh, there's a lot of shadow, there's a lot of contrast. Yeah. Um, the, the, the subject matter may not be what's in focus because... There's other pieces that are... Yeah, there's lots are, of the competition. There's, you know, there's a com- lot. Composition. Exactly. Yeah. Composition. <laughs> Which, <laughs> I, I took uh, <laughs> photography for two years in high school, so if that gives me any credit... Yeah. <laughs> gives you enough to say what you said, I think. Okay. That's actually more than I've taken. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> See,
0: there you go. No, I, I just want to kind of uh, dip back on this, because I love that uh, Hogshead was kind of your first, yeah. your, your foray into this, because uh, when I first moved here, I actually moved in with a friend that lived... Right down uh, Utica Street. Literally, like two or three blocks from them. So, they were actually like one of my first breweries that I. When I first moved here, that I would yeah. visit and like setting I, the bar high. But the thing that blew my mind was that like I loved Cask Ales, oh, and they were I mean like no. they are, and they're still one of the only breweries that I still have. Are they up to what four now that they have Cask? Like, no, they're higher than that. Are they? Yeah. they they've expanded. It's, yeah. It's, I oh, they've Jesus, oh, yeah, I it's think they've got it It's been a while since I've been there, yeah. but yeah, I mean at the time they had two, and I'm like, sweet, give me some Firkins, man. Yep. Let's get all fucked up. And uh, Sam, was this when
1: we first started doing the podcast, and you were you were going to that local brewery by your house? Probably Okay. Yeah. Because, I'm, I'm I mean, pretty sure it is because when, times when somebody this, said Hogshead, I think when Scott said Hogshead, I was like, holy shit, I think that's the brewery <laughs> Sam was going to Yeah, no, when we, we first started this. When we
0: first started this, I was still uh, living over at Ross and Robin's house, I think. So, yeah, right. definitely. So, I mean, I, I got started uh, because of Copper Kettle, uh, mm-hmm. their
3: Mexican chocolate stout.
0: Still haven't had it, or nor been blew there.
3: my mind. Terrible person. That's that's what got me into homebrewing. I really, was like, "That was the
0: one." Because
3: because I've I've so I went to school in Durango. Okay, Ska was my very first craft beer. Yep, double sure. double blonde bomber. You could pick up for <laughs> like six bucks and get hammered, and it was a good <laughs> it was a good beer.
2: Yeah.
3: Um. But then when I came back, Copper Kettle was that that beer was one of those beers. Where it solidified as a home brewer, what was possible? Like you could take a, a good stout, a a solid stout recipe, and then add chocolate and and spices and yeah. all of those hot peppers, and just make it what that beer is. You need to try
0: it. It's it's. I will eventually. <laughs> I, I you're actually it's funny. You're like the third person in probably a month that's been like that's mentioned <laughs> copper kettle and Mexican chocolate. I'm like. Yeah. One of these days I'm gonna do well, it, I swear. And
3: and they've expanded quite a bit. So, you know, they're they're doing a lot more Brett beers. They've got a Hellas that they can. They're gonna okay. start doing a milk stout in cans and their IPA. So um, you'll hear me say this a lot, but a lot of the breweries that I go to, I consider them a solid brewery. Everything on the list is a solid beer that I can drink
0: no matter when or or what yeah. time of day. It's just a good well-made beer anytime any place. yeah and, mm-hmm. and you'd be willing to drink this yourself and recommend it well, to somebody else so
3: i'm spoiled because right down the street's dry dock uh-huh, so yeah so i live next to dry dock and and to me like dry dock brewing company copper kettle uh spanglings making amazing beer uh great divide true i mean the list goes on and on
0: no yeah and I hear about being spoiled, like being in Denver proper. It's like, all right, <laughs> where can I – I can't even pick a, a place to go on any given night of the week. It's like, all yeah, right, yeah. I can go to like six fucking places. I, I mean, uh, most of the list of, that you said, like spangling's is my favorite. I love Great Divide. A yep. black shirt is easily – See, I
3: haven't been to Black Shirt. I've had a ton of their beers, yeah, um, but I haven't been yet. Go. Cool. It, I it, know. I need to. It's a to. cool environment too. Yeah. especially so, uh, with
0: that uh, yeah. that that back area they have with their palate uh, yeah. their pallet stage. Yeah. Um, and going on Wednesday because their one keg Wednesday beers are usually yeah. either a fucking weird, uh, <laughs> or B delicious, or C all the above. Okay. It's usually <laughs> A or C. So.
1: Okay. Wouldn't well, well, Is funny you that you just the they thing about brew the a the, beer uh, that they only brew one enough for one keg and then release it on Wednesday I'm assuming yeah, it's, yeah. Well, it's, just,
0: it's, it's a it, well I mean so the one they have right now is like a lavender something other pale red rye or something so I mean like they make they make something they make some weird shit for one keg Okay, Wednesdays. so
1: it's like uh, Founders freaking Thursday or whatever yeah. freaking Wednesday where they will release a a beer that's on cask, yeah, with a bunch of weird flavors and shit. In I mean, it. there
0: was one they did a couple months, or not? A, oh, it might have been a couple of months ago, but there was one they made with uh, soy sauce. So it was like oh, it was savory, oh. and it was huh. good actually. Like, I, I, I
3: try to pr- avoid soy sauce <laughs> in my beers because that's
0: that's when you know that well, the yeah.
3: beer's been oxygenated, and mm. yeah.
0: I'm a savory like fiend, so I okay. tried it, and it, it didn't it didn't have that oxidized. Okay, flavor to it but it was still we've got a
4: good savory pie on, at mockery on saturday See, there you go <laughs> <laughs> with, with the pitch man i love it boom
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah so come check out mockery <laughs> we has got what he's some doing. savory pies going on <laughs> no and that's not a euphemism actually to to it's a good time to bring it up we've uh well dustin did all the footwork uh there's 30 days of every weekend, an amazing event going on mm-hmm. yeah. to, to back this guy. I, I read, I read it. And I was like, are,
0: are they still <laughs> talking about the same, the same? The, the Brutography Project here, I was like, yeah. they just, did they just bleed this into their events calendar, but did yeah. you just pick their events calendar of like, I'm taking this month. See <laughs> yeah. y'all later. Um, for, and this, and We're talking about porchdrinking.com. They have been publishing yeah, the hell out of it's, this. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Great people over there. But Tristan's yeah. been on the show. We love Tristan. Yep. Yeah. I want to get Corey out here because Corey's hilarious too. <laughs> Corey's <laughs> yeah,
3: great. Is. Is. Corey, Corey, I can always depend on for a big bear hug. Wherever <laughs> yes. I'm at, whatever beer festival I'm at, I'm like, where's Corey? And then yep.
0: bear Hug. like <laughs> yes it's like the third time i met him he's like come in here yeah
3: <laughs> yeah he's a great let guy. it rip yeah
0: yeah well part of the reason we
4: chose this particular time frame is because there's nothing big well there's a couple events that are large that are new that right. weren't didn't happen last year so i wanted to do this event that hopefully didn't conflict with much yeah, because then everyone wants to be involved because it's what's going on, and because of that, it's been really helpful. I mean, I've had so much support, so many people like, oh, what can we do? What can we do? What can we do? You know, can we do this weekend? This weekend? You know, so it's yeah, yeah it's worked out really well. Whereas when we first attempted it during G A V F everyone's like, yeah, talk to us in a week, uh, maybe a yeah. week and <laughs> a half. You know, yeah. <laughs> we kind
0: of got some stuff going on. Yeah. Well,
3: it, I mean, the biggest thing right now is. This is kind of the three four months that every single brewery opens. Mm. So there's yeah, a lot of true. there's a lot of anniversaries. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's yeah. a lot of kind of shindigs going on. But yeah, I, I possibly mean, breweries this, opening. Yeah, yeah, more this, breweries opening. This uh, time frame. I mean, you know, I, I subscribe to a lot of the the Facebook events. Yeah, yeah. Just to kind of see what's going on in the world. And th- these, you know, next thirty days. You know, there's a, there's a couple of events that kind of conflict, but there's not yeah. something that's back-to-back.
0: Yeah, there, and that's, I think that's what's key, too, is yeah. people, as much as we all like to drink, people like to space it out for some reason. Right, yeah. Like a <laughs> bunch of sissies. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so, uh, uh, I'm not going to lie, we're on, like, a two-week delay. So, like, this episode's going to be happening probably two weeks from now. Okay. Like, uh, what uh, what are some of the big things that are going to be happening on the list in two exactly. weeks if, if you can fast if, I'm sorry if I'm teleporting um, so you that would be way past where you need to be <laughs> that would be
3: the yeah. week of the 28th yes so, so you
4: missed the Avery event hopefully you don't miss that
3: uh, 28th is Renegade you guys yeah. need to be there at the yard because
0: uh, depravity is
3: going to be on tap
0: what year of depravity is that this year so it'll be... Like the one that... Wait, th- when you say this year, like the one that hasn't been released? Yeah, the one, all, no, the one that, the one that, was, that was released right, right, last year. Yeah, yeah, okay, that's okay, what I meant. I yeah. guess that is still this year. I, yep. Yeah. I think of New Year's Eve as still 2015. Yeah, yeah. That's so my own bad... There,
4: um, so there's some kegs left in the cooler, and they've agreed to pull them out for this, so...
0: Pete, so a Depravity is a Imperial Milk Stout, like an Imperial... Peanut like, Butter peanut, Cup. Peanut Butter Cup
1: yeah. Milk Stout. Yeah. With
3: actual... And unwrapped peanut butter cups. Yeah, Yeah. like not PB two. They no. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) buy boxes
4: of peanut butter cups, the small kind. Right. Because they're cheaper than the big kind.
0: (laughs) The kind, the kind that come with TLC. (laughs) Because you have to unwrap them, bitches. (laughs) Toss them in there. (laughs) Eat one, throw one in. Eat one, throw
3: one in. Drink a beer, do it again. Mm -hmm. So, uh, uh,
0: Pete. Pete is a huge fan of their hammer and sickle. Yeah, that's a great beer. Are you not, Pete?
1: I so am. Yeah, that's. I love. <laughs> yeah. It's.
4: Um, that one? I don't know if that'll be on tap at the event.
0: I haven't seen any around uh, town lately. It's, it's still at Renegade. Well, is if you it? like Cameron yeah. Sickle, you'll love
3: Depravity. I, I know I do. Yeah.
0: I, uh, that's like one of the, one of my friends who's not a craft beer drinker. I can always trick him into going to Renegade because he's like, this beer is amazing. Yep. Yeah. And,
4: and then uh, the. Um,
1: do they can the. No. 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 It's no. A, no. Once a year. Yes. No. So I'm going to have to get like a renegade and then smash up a bunch of these things and wrap them and smash them and put them into my beer.
0: Yeah, pretty much. Or just come out here for New Year's Eve.
4: Um, and that's then, also uh, an option. Sure. The Denver Vintage Reggae Society, which are friends of mine, are going to be there spinning records. Some of you might remember those.
1: Vinyl. <laughs> what are those uh,
2: again? That's what you eat food <laughs> off of, right? Yeah. Those are the things
1: uh, with the... The like the film reels inside of them <laughs> and they're <square. laughs> they go th- But
4: it's gonna be like a lot of ska, a lot of reggae, a lot of like just uh, awesome, awesome music. That's and badass. yeah, and
3: it's gonna be uh, off Santa Fe at the new space. Yeah, the so production facility. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. So if you guys haven't seen that space mm-hmm. um it's awesome it's would, awesome yeah are they
0: brewing there now or are they mm-hmm. still just fermenting okay so the last brewing. time i went they were still trucking in wort on yes. trucks in giant plastic vats yep fermenting canning and all the other stuff Switched there to
4: brewing there two weeks ago oh wow that yeah. recently yeah, okay very recent
0: i was talking with someone more than two weeks ago and being like i don't know if they're actually brewing yeah, there yet or now. not
4: yep they are absolutely that's awesome yep great guys for sure and then um after renegade
3: uh the 11th june 11th is going to be a great divide event
4: yeah june 11th yeah so great divides doing a barrel aged event for us so um which is awesome um and yeah you just basically show up um it'll be 20 bucks and you'll get So all of the events, we're going to give away a print that's taken at the brewery. So that's included with the events. Um, We're going to do photo booths at all the events and then take random images from that and put them in the book. Um, So that will kind of tie it together. And that will get people excited about wanting to be in a photo booth. Uh, But, yeah, so Great Divide is releasing um, 2015 uh, Old Ruffian. Barrel age, uh, barrel age, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. So
0: that's uh, that's their that's a barley one, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, all right. So I, then, I gotta try to keep all these beers straight. Then,
4: anyway. um, and I I can't pronounce the names. Spiegel,
0: Spiegel, how do you say that? Right, glasses. Yeah, Spiegelau.
4: Yeah, so they're barrel age glass. So you get one of those too. Yep.
0: They have one for barrel aging now.
4: Yeah. So well, yeah. So, so the, I can't yeah.
0: keep up. Yeah. I have the stout glass. I have. Yeah. I have some really shitty uh, plastic camping versions of their IPA glass. Right. Yeah. And the IPA glasses, ones that, for anyone that's not familiar, the ones that look like butt plugs on the bottom because mm. <laughs> they're very much ribbed, but they they do a mean job of what they're supposed to do in terms of uh, accentuating that hop aroma. I no, mean, I, like, now I can never
3: wrong. wash my glass the same way again. Yeah. <laughs> no.
0: no. <laughs> Now you're gonna scrub it extra
4: hard, aren't you, Scott? Right. So, uh, but yeah, so we'll be setting up the photo booth in their barrel room, which is kind of cool. So yeah, that'll that, be fun for I people. I just went
0: there a couple weeks ago. That place is pretty sweet. It's beautiful. It's it, a gorgeous space. I just love the view, Pete. If you can imagine this with me, uh, you you go into a brewery. Uh, the tap room is it's nice and open, good open ceilings, a lot of wood, a lot of uh, rustic looks, and then you're looking into a room just filled with. Barrels. Possibly a hundred <laughs> plus-ish yeah. barrels. Yeah, yeah. It's Easily. just... It's that's pretty awesome. Yeah, it's gorgeous. And Not enough butt plugs, uh, but it
1: sounds pretty awesome.
4: Yep. And then we're doing uh, <laughs> an event at... Oh, that went over like a lead oh, balloon. On June 11th. <laughs> no, <went> the <laughs> Great Divide event's on June 11th. That's the ratio event. Did I pull
3: up the wrong event? Yeah. I've got... Oh, that's a, that's their anniversary. That's why oh, it's on my calendar. Oh, okay. Let's. Uh, Sorry about that. So, Great Div- Great Divide's anniversary is on the 11th. Well, that so sounds really. Right. I can go to that. Yeah. So, <laughs> June.
2: <Shut
4: up. laughs> uh, I should know these off the top of my head by now.
0: Way to be prepared, guys. I know, right? You're, you you guys are like us in our early days. We just didn't prepare
1: for things either. We just
4: right. We just went into it. We really still don't.
1: Yeah, it's true. 26th?
4: Is that too late? Uh, 26th is a Thursday. That's the... could be a Thursday. No, it is. May 26th is the Great Divide event. Okay. Um, And then... Then the Renegade event's that Saturday, so that's the 28th. And then... There really isn't... There might be an event the following week, but... It's kind of on the down low right now, because we really don't know all the details.
0: So, explain... why don't you tell uh, tell everyone uh, kind of what the Kickstarter is for, what you're doing, okay. uh, what yeah. the whole uh, what the whole idea is here? Because uh, I just realized we're promoting something that nobody know well, not nobody, but <laughs> people may or may not know what they're really like. What what are we supporting
4: here? Right. So basically, what I'm doing is taking three years of photography and condensing it to tell the story of the crappering ring industry here in Colorado through photographs. So. Large format. It's going to be 11 by 13. It's going to be hardbound. It's going to be. Um, it's going to have a sewn binding. There's no glue involved, so it won't crack over time. Um, it's going to be offset printing, which is traditional printing. Yeah. Um, it's going to have a dust cover on it, things like that. So um, it's going to start at 100 pages, and we hope through um, stretch goals to get it up to 200 pages and at 200 pages it's about a seven pound book
2: damn yeah Yeah, so it's
4: heavy duty that's probably more Uh, book than i've read or
2: flipped through so it's it's pretty
4: much just for the most part it's going to be pictures there's going to be small stories here and there interlaced um we've gotten some great stories from breweries over the years and we're going we feel that it'd be kind of need to include that into it to give it some kind of flow so absolutely um yeah so that's kind of what it's going to be about it's it's a coffee table book there's some other things um private party um that you can get a reward for we've got avery and crooked stave rewards we've got an awesome uh white oak book
3: made by ska
4: or i'm Uh, sorry dust Dust city City, yeah. yeah so dust city made this White oak bookcase with Ew. leather straps. It's it'll impressive. Ha- it'll have your your no. name laser no. engraved on the back.
0: The real question is, was that white oak that might have had beer soaked in it at some point? Because <laughs> yeah. then we're talking. Well, now we're talking. Something well, what we like, need yeah. to do
4: is flip it over and have uh, little holes for your
0: beer. <laughs> <laughs> you little little holders. Yeah. Hell yeah.
3: Yeah. So the the cool the concept that I really like about the project is that. If you're going to all of the events, all of the events are going to have a photo booth there. Yeah. So if you upload that photo to social media and we're going to have a a hashtag with uh, everything and instructions Mm -hmm. for every event. But Dustin is going to then, from the photo booth, pull your pictures out and you might possibly be in the book. Yeah. Um, from
0: oh, snaps. C- so,
3: a little bit of celebrity there. Yep. And then, uh, if you back the project first day, uh, you're going to be going to all of these events. And a lot of these events, you're going to get a free 10-ounce pour. Yeah. And that's just from backing the event at the book price nice. day yeah. one. Yeah. So, we're launching the 13th at 12 o'clock. Okay. So, everybody needs to be on their computer refreshing... Trying to to get on as as soon as possible because there's going to be limited rewards that are first come first serve. Like uh, Avery hooked us up with some bottle openers. Uh, Them shits are going to get gobbled up. They're well, they're going to be signed by
4: Adam too. They're going to be gone. (laughs) So yeah, (laughs) okay.
3: Adam, Adam Avery for anyone that's not familiar, (laughs) (laughs) if you've been living under a rock. Yeah, Uh, and there's a bunch of other rewards that were. Not going to talk about because you need to be on the page. Yeah, yeah you got to um, look.
0: We're not going to tell you everything. Here. <laughs> yeah.
3: Um, but every single event is going to tie back into the photography Project, uh, focus on photography at the breweries, and get people involved, um, kind of showcase the breweries in Colorado and showcase what Dustin's seen in the last three years. And then, uh, you know, once the project is back, because I'm, I'm very confident that it will be. Uh, the last project v- was very, very close, uh, so we're just going to push it over the edge this time. This is going to happen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, once the project is back, like Dustin was uh, was saying, they're going to add more pages as a stretch goal. Yeah, mm-hmm.
0: stretch goal. Perfect. Yeah. That's. I Absolutely. feel like that's an excellent way to go. Yeah. It. Yep. Yeah, for sure. Yep. Well, cool guys. It'll be fun.
3: And and this was so. The weird relationship between Dustin and I. <laughs> the yeah, re- let's let's address this right <laughs> let's, now. <laughs> let's get that out in the open. So, uh, Dustin and I became friends because of other people in the industry, mm-hmm. and uh, I actually asked him to. Because of or in spite of? <laughs> no, because of. Absolutely. I, <laughs> there there are few and far between people in this industry that I could say a bad word about. Absolutely. I it, it it's it's one of those yeah. things that. You know, every day you're you're getting some kind of, you know, good job or congratulations or something that is just above and beyond. Um, But actually, the the club did a beer, and I asked him to come in and photograph uh, a collaboration beer that we did for our second anniversary, and he, he blew my expectations out of the water. Just yeah. amazing pictures, That's and then we just did a uh, homebrew day at Peak to Peak Tap Room, where same thing. Dustin came in and took pictures of a bunch mm-hmm. of you know blue collar homebrewers with their with their yeah. rigged you know systems. Nowhere nowhere <laughs> close to what these professionals are doing, yeah, but yeah. made every single photo look like the the, the photos that are hanging up on on the walls at Crooked Stave. Like, that's awesome. Like, that's the kind of passion cool. and dedication this guy puts into a project, and it doesn't matter if it's just some home brewer yeah. or some, you know, Great Divide, you know, their system. Every single photo that he takes, the same attention to details is, is taken, and I can't say enough good things about him. I, it was it was one of those things where he reached out mm-hmm. and he was like, hey, I, I'm, I'm doing this Kickstarter you know what do you think and i was like yeah absolutely whatever let's i can do, do. i am i am on board let's let's do this yeah, so it's, been, phenomenal. it's yeah. been yeah it's been a lot of fun it's been a lot of yeah. these kind of working meetings where yeah yeah right we're <laughs> those, those were air quotes <laughs> yeah air quotes with working meetings there's <laughs> right. beers in front of everybody Let's like, we'll see what happens <laughs> right. let's
0: see what comes out right. so yeah it's it's been a blast yeah well guys that was uh i appreciate you telling us what you do uh this is a segment of the segment. This is a segment of the show we like to do where we uh, like to really get to know our guests. We ask very deep, probing, personal, possibly. Do personal. I need another beer? Um, I mean, it might not. You said something hurt. about a probe. It might help. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you just, you just don't know. Uh, but uh, we ask uh, some "would you rather"s and uh, "would you rather" type questions, and also uh, what Pete calls "good news, bad news," which are uh, some of my personal favorites. Right on. Okay. Uh, Pete, do you uh, you got one to fire it off to start
1: out with? I think I'll just start strong with a, a tried and true one. If, yes. If you guys don't mind. Yeah, go for it. <clears throat> okay, so the good news is you have access to essentially any beer you want despite its rarity, its price, its exoticness. The bad news is that ac- to access said ingredients and in said beer, you have to eat funnel cake dog shit. How much funnel cake dog shit <laughs> would you eat? And it, there's a, there's a little disclaimer on this. It's prorated so that if you eat an ounce, it's a growler of this beer. If you eat a pound, it's a keg, mm. you know. You can go. You can go from there. Let your imagination take you. So I'm
3: I'm eating dog shit for a good beer. Is is but, the premise of this? But, but funnel, cake's dog but funnel, funnel cake, cake dog shit. But it's funnel cake dog shit. So
1: it's deep fried and has powdered sugar or Reese's peanut butter oh, cups on man. top of so it. So I <laughs> I
4: think I'm just gonna go for my second best beer.
1: <laughs> There's
4: way too many good beers out there. I mean, I don't. I'm trying to think. Is there any beer I would put on a pedestal that high?
3: But no, it's rarely really. priced for exoticness,
1: <laughs> so I mean, it could be a beer from from the past that you could get. It could be uh, one of the first fermented beverages ever.
3: Oh wow!
4: Jeez. If it was barrel aged on,
1: what if it was barrel aged with funnel cake dog shit? <laughs> <laughs>
4: Whoa! Okay,
2: <laughs> there's a twist. Not, yeah. the <laughs> Not the thing. I would I definitely really try it. I
1: just wanted to say that. What was that? Now that that's really in, going to be enticing you, if it's barrel aged funnel cake dog shit, I just really wanted to say yeah. that and think of that. That was for me, guys. Sorry. <laughs> that
0: that <laughs> one's Pete's allowed to be selfish once in a while, right? <laughs> um. Jeez. They're both staring <laughs> off into space. I can see it's I can just, see
1: the hamsters running. They're like, right? what can we actually possibly just answer Just silence for? with, like, the... Jeez. Well, it was, so, just made it what's
3: me. going through my mind is, like, what beer could I drink a ton of and be happy with the fact that I'm washing
0: down dog shit? <laughs> what beer can actually maybe wash that taste? Wash down the dog
3: yeah. shit. Yeah. Wash
0: the taste Fult- out Fult- and Fulton or cake. sanitize. Um, yeah, it would
3: have to be... It would have to be probably Bly's barley wine. Honestly, um, it's just one of those beers that it was one of my first loves, and it's it's amazing. Warmer, and the that beer develops as it
1: ages, and, uh, and it'll probably I would, kill it, anything that's going on. In I dog would shit. eat. Could a lot that of be dog their dog new tagline? Like Bly's <laughs> barley wine washes down funnel cake dog shit. <laughs> There you go, Dry Dock. There's your new
3: slogan.
1: <laughs> <laughs> right? Keeper. I don't uh,
3: think they want that. <laughs> <laughs> know, I'm very sure not. Yeah.
4: That's a tough one for me, because I've just I've had so many beers that are like on that pedestal. Yeah. So I would I would have to say it would be a beer that would be hard for me to get. So maybe something like KBS, nice. which is not which is a, an amazing beer that you can just I could drink that every day. Not, yeah. not
0: to shoot a hole in your theory here, but I'm gonna have some KBS coming to me in July, so mm-hmm. oh, okay. <laughs> I, I might share it with you without making you
1: eat the dog. All all right, no, I'm okay with Sam, that. Sam, you can't put that on there. You I, need to make him eat the dog. <laughs> <laughs> I know,
2: but yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm just trying um, to be cool. I want people to like because yeah, I mean, there's just
4: there's, and I mean, there's yeah, just so many you know. great Colorado beers,
2: yeah. but I can
4: get them, so it's yeah. it's not something that definitely want to eat dog shit for because I can, <laughs> Listen, I, can guys, I can easily get it. <laughs> we're, not, we're, not, we're not we're not trying to make it say you're going to eat def- dog def- shit if you don't want
0: yeah. to we're not, not going to make it right. everyone's got, we've, had, we've had one guest uh, Cody from World of Beer is like I'm not eating dog shit at all <laughs> it doesn't matter yeah. Yeah. I don't care what quest- you put I in it, I don't give say a that. fuck next question that. that
1: was basically what that was uh,
0: good alright so Alright, would you rather, just straight up, would you rather, would you rather hate the taste of beer or have orgasms taste like beast? or Jesus, would you rather hate the taste of beer or have orgasms feel like beer stings, (laughs) or taste like beer stings, I don't know where you guys fall on this issue, but that's
1: like- Maybe beer beer stings taste really good.
0: Beer stings might taste delicious, who knows? Beer stings. Have orgasms feel like beer- Oh, god damn Hate the taste of beer, or <laughs> orgasms feel like bee stings. There it is. Oh, Be bee stings! Oh, I was like, bee what's stings. Do you, did, you no, know, know what a beer sting I, is? I know. <laughs> when you guys' face happened, I was like, I didn't say that right, did oh, I? Oh man.
3: I mean, when I was a kid, I got stung by like five bees at once.
0: Ooh, damn. And See, I, I, I would
3: still rather taste beer.
0: Imagine <laughs> <Dude, laughs> so,
3: that. So I'm, I'm good with that, actually. Yeah, and I've never been stung by a bee.
0: Never. No, it sucks. Not once. It definitely not, sucks. Not, not once. Oh, damn. So you don't even know if you're like allergic to anything. No. Like <laughs> drink, <laughs> drinking, <laughs> don't get stung <laughs> by bees. Drinking a
3: twelve pack of America.
0: Oh well. Mm.
3: Yeah, I, I I would rather drink a good
0: beer. <laughs> I mean, that wasn't the thing. I mean, you, yeah, Right. You, You're I wrong. said you could hate the taste of beer. I didn't say if it was America beer, or beer. I mean, if I'm
3: drinking America, I'd probably hate the taste of beer. I'm, I'm just. just. Probably. America is mostly dirt, anyways. Am I wrong? Uh, that's an interesting question. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. I, I'm proud of that.
1: <laughs> Pete, you got another one? I do. First, Scott, I want you to tell me system admin, Nix or Windows? Oh, I know that one. Oh, Linux or Windows? Linux, all
3: day. Okay, cool. Yeah, dude. I
0: told you guys to get along. Yeah. <laughs>
3: <laughs> do, do I want my computer to randomly blue screen or run for 20 years?
2: <laughs> like
1: yeah, that. yeah. If it, if it was Windows, it would have to start after, like, what, six or seven days? Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, exactly. Windows just gets shittier as it runs longer. Yeah. Anyway. So, um... The good news is you can make yourself completely sober at a moment's notice. Just snap your fingers and you are, you are sober. If you, even if you drank the world's amount of beer, you're totally sober. But the bad news is, is that it only lasts for ten minutes, and then your bowels give way, you shit your pants, and then you're drunk again. What would be the best place to use this? When you got pulled over? Yeah. now remember it's only for 10 minutes though like you have to time this perfectly so right before you get the the breathalyzer I, I would assume <laughs> I guess. and then you I shit don't... yourself though In, uh, okay, there's nothing you guys illegal to about that for a half hour <laughs> so if, 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 if it lasts for 30 minutes and then you shit your pants and you're drunk again what would be the best place to use that if it's the same that's I fine. would say I, I the to toast
3: say. at a wedding just so that I could get through the toast <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then, as long as everybody understands that I'm not a belligerent drunk, and I'm talking like a best friend's wedding, I get up there, you know, I, I'm already hammered. I get up there and I, I nailed the toast for that half an hour, and then I go sit down and shit myself. I'm okay with that. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
2: Just
1: that Jesus. series of events, right? Oh man, <laughs> uh, it's so good every time. <laughs> I think you got one more for us. I do. Okay. So so the good news is you discover you can actually return cans for $1,000 for a can or a bottle. Um, the bad news is you have to jam them up your own ass to get the money for it. <laughs> How much money do you think you'd make off Nothing. bottles? I want to
3: know... What beers you guys were drinking when these questions came out? <laughs> what, what, what drinking party was this part of?
1: I was pretty you, sober. You were pretty Usually sober. I get pretty drunk before I write these. I'll at least have like three or four beers in me before I write them. Okay, um, so the question one This one, one especially, time. I think I'd had like probably four or five pretty heavy okay. beers.
4: I don't, is that even possible? Is <laughs> like, yeah,
1: so, that even possible? So work? the thing about this question is the last time I asked it, they're like, what happens to the cans the bottles that you jam up your ass? And I'm like, I don't know. They just decompose <laughs> really quick, and then you just absorb them into your body, and it doesn't I mean, really do any physical harm. You just have to bear the uncomfortable feeling if, of a bottle gonna or play can like, being jammed up your if ass. If we're
3: going to play hypothetical, then I've got a cow stomach, so I just digest the cans. Or goat. Perfect. Is it that goat works. stomach? Let's do that. Uh, I mean, Let's go yeah. That. yeah, there you go. I'm, I'm a goat now.
1: <laughs> How much money <laughs> do man. you think you'll make <laughs> if it's $1,000 a can or a bottle?
4: Yeah. How much money would you make? Is How much is-
3: money would I make? Well, I've, I've got seven stomachs, like a cow. So you're a cow a goat. goat. I'm a cow goat. And cow goat. <laughs> so... <laughs> Uh it sounds like I'm a billionaire is what that sounds like.
0: <laughs> it sounds I'm set for it sounds like
3: I'm recycling cans in my ass. I,
0: I don't it, like it sounds like you're solving America's problems.
3: <laughs>
4: Absolutely. Oh boy.
3: <laughs> the the moment I make Dustin blush. I, I love it. Yeah.
2: <laughs> that was that was the one. That's that it. was it. That was <laughs> it. Right there.
0: Mark it print it. Boom. <laughs>
1: Alright, Sammy, got one?
0: I do. Uh the question All right, so this is kind of a would you, uh, uh, good news, bad news itself. Uh, so you can magically create the finest barrels in all of the land for barrel-aging beers, but you can only sell them to someone who only intends to age the equivalent of a shitty malt liquor. <laughs> One, do you, would you rather sell them and make some coin or light the barrels on fire in front of that person? Light the barrels on fire in front of that person. <laughs> not even as no, not all.
4: Yeah, no. um, yeah. Yep. Same way.
0: Same vote. Because yeah.
3: the barrels would smell good as they burned. Probably. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
0: You know, who wouldn't love to do a dance with some middle fingers up? Yeah. Be like, you know yeah, what, you want to do? No, absolutely. Eat a dick. Cigarettes. <laughs> is this is this your is this your moment, Vito? <laughs> Come on, be loud, man! What are you gonna do? You're gonna be.
3: What, why don't you say something about the the red real quick? We're on the air. Go ahead. The red is amazing.
0: You know what they uh, they uh, they dropped the ball on the first time. Brand new brewery. Hey, forgive and forget. The red is the the best brew in here, in my
3: opinion. And your name? My name is Vito Robert Vito. Yes. There you sir. go. Vito, <laughs> the man, the myth. We already mentioned you, you, the you on the show once? Cheers. The legend. The, <laughs> I appreciate it. Courtesy. salute, whatever we got to do. Gentlemen, yeah, cheers. Oh, man. Cheers, as soon man. as you're done with yes. the podcast, let's get down on some beers. All right? yeah, all right. Done and done. Done
4: and done. I'll, I'll be right back. See you guys We'll later.
0: be right here. <laughs> so that was my one. That was an easy one, apparently. Everyone would rather light barrels on fire than sell them to some prick just He's, making malt yeah. liquor. Who's going to waste
3: them. Yes. That's
0: yeah. good. So I originally used that question with... Uh, Noah from Rocky Mountain Barrel Company. Oh, yeah. Did he
3: cry a little? Did
0: he die No, but he No, but he was very diplomatic at first, (laughs) and he's finally like, you know what, there's customers I want to tell the fuck off, so (laughs) that's what I would probably do, too. (laughs) Bless his heart. Yeah. Noah's great, too. What else you got,
1: Pete? Uh, That was my last one, actually.
0: Oh, you guys did, too, while I was being cool. Yeah. All right, so the last one I have is, would you rather go blind or only drink Bud Light for the rest of your life? (laughs)
4: As a photographer...
2: (laughs) 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 Uh, I may or may not try to pick this one specifically because you were coming.
0: (laughs) That's a great question.
1: (laughs) Do I have to swallow? (laughs) I mean, would that make it better? Are you talking about like party you, enemas or? <laughs> right. <laughs>
2: that,
1: oh, all right, man. so
0: there you go, Pete. I was going to say, like, if you just put it in your mouth and spit it out, you're not even getting drunk. So is that really worth it?
3: <laughs> so if you would have said Miller Light, I would have drank that. Oh, I
0: know. I know what I said and why I said I, it. Bud, Bud Light gives me
3: <laughs> such a hangover, such a throbbing, like, you made a mistake
0: hangover. The regret is extra hard on that one for some uh, reason. You like I can't do one, it. One, why did you drink enough to get hungover and B, why was it Bud Light? Yeah. You no, can do better.
3: There there was a good year of college where it was all about Bud Light. <laughs> yeah. And no, I can't I can't ever do it again. Even Coors Light, I, I I'll do a Coors at, you know, a Rockies game. Oh yeah. Because mm. I would dra- rather drink a, a cheap beer that's, you know, abv that's I don't the, even, the, what it is the clear anymore. creek yeah then then sorry fat tire i'm not i'm not buying a, a small can of fat tire <laughs> at, a, at a Rockies game for seven bucks i
0: can't do it so a man's got principles <laughs> and also a man's got a budget really yeah, but that's what it is it comes, down. <laughs> to the budget. It,
3: it comes down to gouging me one way or the other <laughs> and if you're going to gouge me i'm going to get drunk yeah, that, that's absolutely. all it is volume buys <laughs> right. yeah
4: yeah, I think I'll have to drink the Budweiser.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, Dustin, you were saying, like, as a photographer, I've got, I've
0: got a certain set of skills, kind of like Liam Neeson, but this is my daughter getting
3: kidnapped right here. So I get him to drink Bud Light. <laughs> yeah, yada, 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 end of the story, I'm drinking Bud Light. Yeah. Right. <laughs> nice. uh,
0: well, that was a perfect ending to me. For that, because <laughs> I've been waiting to use that question for a really long time. <laughs> against the photographer. I know like, ah, like, oh, damn you. Well, it was either that or yeah. No, that's I, I had I had a whole bunch of really wicked shit going on in my head. But uh, <laughs> Scott Dustin, guys, thank you. No, yeah. Thank you so much for Appreciate joining it. us. This was
2: fun. Yeah, thanks, like guys.
0: It. Yeah, tell us again, uh, Scott. Tell us one more time about fermentologists.
3: Uh, yeah, just so check out the website. Check out the Facebook at uh, fermentologists. We're doing a lot of things that a lot of homebrewing clubs in the Denver area are not doing, yeah. uh, and that's just because we focus on the science of fermentology, uh, that's where the name came from, and uh, you know, we're, we're doing a bunch of really great events with these amazing breweries, and uh, we're, we're one of those clubs that um, want to expand what a homebrewer already knows and build upon that. It's, it's not a drinking club. It's not a, hey, let's hang out and try each other's beer club. Those exist. No, know? that's true. And, and I'm not saying anything bad about other homebrewing clubs. I love other homebrewing clubs. Um, and, you know, the rock hoppers were the reason that we're even in existence. They did a ton for us. Uh, Roar City Brew Club, we do a lot of collaborations with them. And I'm not saying th- those clubs are, are that at all. They do a lot of really great events and they do a lot of focus on brewing, yeah. the, the difference for our club is is focusing on the science of fermentation.
0: You're super science forward. Exactly. Like that's that's and, what it's about. And that, yep. I love that. I think that's yep. great. Like, that's that's uh, the next step I want to take in my home brewing efforts before yep. I moved out here. It's it's like, all right, there's so many different components. Let's look at what well and makes those. Like
3: this beer. I want to know how they made... A farmhouse logger, <laughs> yeah. Like I want like you said. that. That's all about the yeast. It has very little to do with the grain. Bill, um, I want to know about that. So Absolutely. thanks for having me on. I, you know, like you said earlier, we've been talking about this for a while and uh, shared interest. And uh, you know, Dustin coming on board. Yep. This was something that you know I brought um, everybody together and, and wanted to share what we're doing with you guys and wanted to share what Brutography is doing because. Yep. This industry, at the end of the day, is that's what it's about. Is is putting yeah is Mm -hmm. is in building up other businesses and supporting other businesses. Absolutely. um, Because at the end of the day, you know, if if you're helping somebody else out, they we we all come out ahead, and and that's what this is all about. We're all in it together, right, man? (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Absolutely.
0: Dustin, fill us in on the Brutography project one more time.
4: Yeah, so where we can find you too? Yeah, brutographyproject dot com, uh, Facebook, Instagram, all of that. Um, yeah, just capturing the Colorado craft brewing industry, the culture of it, uh, in photographs, and um, you know, back the back to project because John over at Calder Arms said he'll find you if you don't.
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> so that's Friday the thirteenth. Yes, at twelve o'clock.
4: So it'll be live by the
3: time this goes live. Yeah, that'll that'll be in the past. Yeah. Okay. But so if, if you haven't if backed you have, the project by then, if you, Call to Arms is now. coming for you. Yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah. At that point, you're too late. You might as well just get a DeLorean and pray <laughs> to fucking God that you're not waking up in a hearse. Yeah.
4: Yeah, but thank you very much for having me on. It's awesome. And I'm it's
0: glad fun. you can make it. I'm glad you can make it from across town. Yes. <laughs> in the from the robbery. Brewery from a brewery
3: that kind of sounds like half <laughs> pennies penny, penny stocks penny stocks there you go. <laughs> cheers, All
2: right, cheers guys.
1: thank you for listening to the beer and loathing podcast you can find us on oh my god every social media outlet ever oh, iTunes geez. Instagram Twitter Facebook with hashtags and at signs and I don't know search strings, beer and loathing. Also, you can find us on YouTube. Tuning, get drunk. Thank you for listening to the Beer and Loathing podcast. Have a good night. Also, you can find us on YouTube. It's kind of our step weird stepchild, I guess, because it's a different name. It's Tuning, Get Drunk, but it's an awesome stepchild. Cause I don't want to say awesome redheaded
0: name. because you know gingers are cool.
1: Yeah. And this yeah. I was gonna say this name's cool, so that doesn't fit it. And that just look really bad for all my friends that are redheaded and I like all my redhead friends. And I have a really red beard, so I might be considered ginger and I don't wanna do that to myself.